Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Lots of um, things turning around and breaking in the last 13 or 14 hours and call this one a broken promise or maybe it's that those in charge are finally waking up to the reality that we need nuclear energy. So this is, to me, good news. And we'll find out more about this today when the Ford government uh, gives details on plans to extend the life of the Pickering nuclear generating station. And not just that, looking into refurbishing the plant to see if it can be kept in service for decades. And, of course, this is all ahead of a looming electricity supply crunch. This plant would supply us with 14% of our energy, or it does at this point. But it's been slated for closure in 2025. And then, of course, along comes Vladimir Putin, who reminds us that, oh, yeah, security is, uh, secure energy is crucial. Um, but it also, you know, if we're to meet the emissions and do our part for climate change, this just makes sense because it's lean, green, you know, green, clean, and we have an abundance of this energy. And having this on our grid makes Ontario the cleanest energy grid on the planet. So I want to talk to Dr. Chris Kiefer. He is an emergency physician as uh, his side gig and then president of Canadians for Nuclear Energy. Somewhere <laughs> somewhere in your life you have time for both. But uh, I thought of you when I saw this headline. Great to have you. Thanks so much for having me on again, Alex. All righty. So um, this is good news. I mean, you have been advocating for this for a long time and you must be feeling pretty good right now. Yeah, Alex, I'm, I'm ecstatic. Um, my organization, Canadians for Nuclear Energy, uh, put out a detailed policy proposal uh, suggesting exactly what it sounds like the government uh, is going to be announcing today. Um, and so we're absolutely thrilled. You know, I think everything you just said um, is is accurate. Um, you know, Pickering closing in, t- in 2025 is just it's not an option that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. We've been crunching the numbers on it. I mean, Pickering provides more electricity than the Canadian side of Niagara Falls. Imagine that just coming off the grid. It also provides more power than the entire transmitted, connected, green energy contracted energy. That's 3,273 wind and solar contracts. Pickering outperforms that by two times. You know, so for folks concerned about climate, um, again, the equivalent of taking those sort of energy resources off the grid, we can't afford to do that for climate reasons. And frankly, we can't afford to do that for economic reasons, because we have a big move towards electrification with electric vehicles um, and electric arc furnaces for steel, for instance. So lots of great reasons to do this. We're excited. Yeah. And and not to mention, I mean, like we can't afford to do do this when you've got tyrants out in the world that will use energy as a weapon, as we're seeing um, with Vladimir Putin. But to your point, you know, everyone's being pushed to buy electric cars. We don't have an infrastructure for that. And so how would we possibly be able to fuel those cars if we don't keep nuclear uh, on the grid? Well, I mean, the only other option is to replace that plant with gas plants and those that have to be getting building right away. Now, that's a very unattractive option, obviously, um, for air pollution, which is something I care deeply about as an emergency doctor, for climate, but also economically. You know, our group has calculated that the cost of replacing Pickering, uh, instead of keeping it running, just this extension for a year and a half, saves us $800 million. Yeah. And that's, that's based on the prices we're paying for gas right now. In the States, gas has gone up five times in the last two years. 
And we don't anticipate that those gas prices are going south anytime soon, especially, as you mentioned, with the, uh, the destruction of the Nord Stream pipeline in Europe. Um, the U.S. is going to be exporting a lot of LNG. Maybe Canada will as well eventually. Gas prices, high, high natural gas prices are here to stay. Pickering can save us a lot of money. Yeah, it's already built. That's the big thing. I mean, we always kind of come to the plate in this country or come to the table in this country and say, well, uh, we could be a solution, just nothing's built. You know, we could have been a solution to Europe, but of course, we don't have refineries, uh, you know, to help get our, our natural gas or pipelines to get our natural gas to where it needs to go. And so this is already built. That money's already spent. And to your point on the natural gas, this is something that the Ford government was going to continue doing and took a lot of flack from the opposition on that, who still feel that that's too much of a, a dirty energy. There should be then no opposition to this, but there will be. I mean, there will be those who say, well, it's dangerous. Dangerous, even though we have um, just a, a blemish-free safety record on this. But, um, you know, the thing that people will question is, where are we going to store it? But these are things that we have a good track record on now. Yeah, you know, the can- people say sometimes that Pickering is an older plant. You have to remember that Canada reactors were designed for a 60 to 80-year lifespan. Now, what's needed is a midlife refurbishment, and that's precisely what we're doing at Bruce and Darlington nuclear sites. Because of the financial crisis and, and forecast that we weren't going to need the electricity, OPG abandoned their nuclear regulator approved plan to refurbish this plant. And now I'm very glad that's <clears throat> been reevaluated again, given forecasts for increased demand. Um, but Pickering is not an old plant in that sense. The older reactors have already been refurbished. And the reactors we're calling to be refurbished are the same age as those at Bruce A, which are undergoing refurbishment. Um, you know, again, this there is a regulator-approved plan that OPG put forward to refurbish this plant. Mm-hmm. That's doable. Um, you know, Kando, as you're mentioning, has a perfect safety record. We've never operated Pickering better. It's putting out more power than ever. It powered all six reactors for 100 days right through the summer. It kept gas off the grid. It kept our, our climate cool and our air clean. Yeah, and so look, I, I suspect, um, you know, they're not going to want to look like they're doing a U-turn on this, but frankly, I mean, this is the kind of climate, um, you know, proposal I think a lot of people, once they understand more of it, uh, could really get behind because, again, it makes sense. We have an abundance of it. Um, and, and, you know, and I'm hoping, you know, the Conservatives are under a lot of pressure to come up with a climate plan, and I certainly think nuclear should be a part of that because this is something, and you have pointed this out, that the Trudeau government has been absolutely dogmatically, ideologically against, which I don't understand. They refuse to look at this as an option. It is an option that Pierre Polyevra could look at, um, you know, which very much gives people a choice. Yeah, I mean, listen, on the national level, this is one of the biggest things that can be done on climate. Um, if Pickering is allowed to close, it raises Canada's national all-sector emissions by 1%. It's going to triple the carbon intensity on the Ontario grid. Um, and again, this is a win-win-win. It's a, obviously a win for climate. It's a win for mm-hmm. air quality, but it's also a huge economic win. We're going to save something like $800 million just by extending for one and a half years. But we're also saving 7,500 full-time equivalent jobs. You know, for every dollar that you put into refurbishing these reactors, you get a dollar forty back in economic activity because you pay high-skilled workers good wages. They spend that money within their communities. We can't afford to be making bad economic decisions in the midst of a global uh, energy and financial crisis.
Yeah, well, we do that anyway. Um, but, you know, Germany uh, now is also delaying its exit from nuclear power. I mean, they have made they, they've just been a disaster on their energy policy. Um, is it now, Chris? I mean, you've done a lot of work on this. Do you feel like the tides are turning on this particular energy source? 100 percent. We're seeing that all around the world. You know, this issue of energy security in Europe is massive. You know, the Nord Stream 1 and 2 pipelines were just blown up two days ago. I mean, that's what it took for Germany to reverse these insane nuclear closures. And, you know, mm-hmm. Germany has been on this path of a wind and solar-dominated energy transition. They've spent $500 billion on that transition. They're still using coal as the number one source of electricity on the grid. Ontario, because of nuclear, nuclear provided 90% of the energy to phase out coal off of our grid which cleaned up our grid. We no longer have smog days in Ontario. The Ontario Medical Association estimated that saved over 600 lives every single year. People worry about nuclear safety. Nuclear has saved so many lives right here in Ontario. Mm-hmm. It's your air quality, yeah. but also through medical isotopes, which Pickering also produces as well. Yeah, the late, great Bob Hunter, who was a founding member of Greenpeace, it would be in his final days fighting prostate cancer that he would inevitably turn to something that he was very much against. Sadly, it was too late for him. But uh, yeah, I I do think that it's just a lot of people don't maybe understand this. Well, nonetheless, uh, you will have a better day today. I know you've been fighting for this a long time. We've certainly talked about it a lot, and I thank you for joining us. Thanks, Chris. Thanks again for having me on, Alex. Absolutely. That is Dr. Chris Kiefer, who is now going to go back to his emergency physician job, but he is president of Canadians for Nuclear Energy. So we're going to keep an eye on that announcement. It is important, and I'm so glad um, to hear this. I think it's a welcome development. I know people will have a lot of questions, but I just think it makes sense. I think a lot of people looking for climate uh, solutions will see this as that. And, um, And I certainly hope at the federal level they are starting to give this a peek.